Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms with a lot of stuff going on today. More layoffs, a couple of deals, and some good news for Canadian TV fans in the U.S. Wait, shouldn't that fans be singular? Plus, uh, well, just listen, you're already here. All brought to you by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devotion Coffee. Over in the trailer house, HBO Max gives us one for Super Intelligence, which previously was a Melissa McCarthy movie at New Line that was moved to HBO Max earlier this year. As for the story, a supercomputer voiced by James Corden chooses Melissa's character to show it that humanity is worth saving in a three-day time period. Well, gotta say, she's a pretty good choice. Bobby Cannavale and Brian Tyree Henry co-star, and Melissa's husband, Ben Falcone, is the director. That one hits HBO Max November 26th on Thanksgiving weekend. And you can check out the link to the trailer in the episode notes. Now over to Hollywood. Where the axe fell at Warner Media yesterday, but uh, with few details. Cranes New York put the count at 1,200 layoffs across the company, which has about uh, 25,000 employees total. But so far, no major follow-ups on details as of yet in the Hollywood trades. Also over at Disney, Peter Rice made a bunch of org changes in his newly formed General Entertainment Division, which mainly seems to expand the purview, yeah, I said purview, of uh, several executives. But I'll just put a link to the piece in the Hollywood Reporter in the episode notes for The Inclined. Layoffs are expected as a result of Peter's changes, but no word on those just yet, especially as Disney has their earnings call tomorrow afternoon. Over at MGM, they nabbed another high-profile project, according to The Hollywood Reporter. They picked up an adaptation of the ta Coates book, The Water Dancer. That's going to count Brad Pitt and Oprah among its producers, along with Camila Forbes, who directed the upcoming adaptation of his book, Between the World and Me. That one premieres on HBO next Sunday. Now over to Universal as they look to reboot The Scorpion King. They've hired straight out of Compton writer Jonathan Herman to put together a script. Dwayne Johnson will produce through his company Seven Bucks, but it will star someone else. Elsewhere at Universal Pictures, though, a bad sign for the early 2021 box office as they moved their J-Lo, Owen Wilson music-themed romantic comedy, Marry Me, from Valentine's Day weekend to May 14th. In the streaming world... Jamie Foxx is spreading some love over to Amazon Prime after signing on to a few projects over at Netflix. He's going to produce and star in a movie called The Burial. That's written by Pulitzer Prize winner Doug Wright, according to Deadline. Though it's based on a New Yorker article about a bankrupt funeral home owner who sues a rival businessman over a deal gone bad and the uh, flamboyant lawyer that he hires to argue his case. It'll be directed by Maggie Betts, who won the Breakthrough Director Award at Sundance back in 2017. And in some movie news at Netflix, they set the two leads for their next film from Jennifer Caton Robinson. She was the director of their recent movie Someone Great, which did pretty well for the platform. Uh, Maya Hawk from Stranger Things and Camila Mendez from Riverdale, who also played Kristen Milati's sister in Palm Springs this summer. Uh, they're going to play the leads in Strangers, a Hitchcockian dark comedy about two high schoolers who agreed to go after each other's bullies. Or maybe uh, throw mama from the gram? All right, that wasn't my best, and also shows my age. Uh, Netflix also renewed The Umbrella Academy for a third season. Over at HBO, they passed on renewing their Ben Mendelsohn, Cynthia Erivo series, The Outsider, for a second season. The first season, also featuring Jason Bateman, was uh, based on the Stephen King book, but writer Richard Price conceived a second season that took it beyond the book with Stephen King's blessing, but uh, HBO was not interested. Series producer MRC is now shopping it to other outlets. According to Deadline, it was HBO's most watched first year series in three years, but uh, guess it won't be for season two. 
And we'll finish up at NBC, who's going to air a two-hour stage production of The Grinch on December 9th, shot at the Troubadour Theater in London. Matthew Morrison is going to play the guy in the title. And Dennis O'Hare has signed on to play his sidekick, Max. NBC also picked up a second Canadian TV show. Oh, nice. What's it a boot? Uh, Sorry, couldn't resist. But uh, this one is also set in a hospital, which makes sense since it's called Nurses. It'll hit NBC after The Voice on December 7th and will eventually take the place of fellow Canadian import Transplant on the NBC schedule come January. Now, if they don't create a crossover show called Transplant Nurses, I think we can all agree that's a missed opportunity. Next up, over to the media biz and the executive suite today. With Spotify spending another $235 million in the podcast business and more executive moves at Warner Brothers Television, Universal Television, and a new management firm started by former UTA and WME partners. Plus, today's pop quiz. Who hosted more episodes of television, Bob Barker or Alex Trebek? The answer after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. Where today, you should think about what's in your coffee cup this morning and how you probably have no idea how fresh that coffee is. And look, coffee's a food. It's better when it's fresh. And Devocion gives you the freshest Colombian coffee experience possible. And who knows coffee better than Colombia? They FedEx their beans every week from Colombia right to their roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, so that the coffee in your cup could have been in Colombia as little as 10 days ago. You can, of course, get the coffee there in Williamsburg, but they also have locations in downtown Brooklyn and the Flatiron District in Manhattan. Or just go to Devocion.com and they ship to all 50 states and get 20% off your order when you enter the code WAKEUP at checkout. So if you care about the quality of your morning coffee, give it a shot. With the discount, it's uh, probably cheaper than whatever you paid for your coffee now. Enter the code WAKEUP and all that info is right in the episode notes. Now the answer to today's pop quiz. It's actually Alex Trebek by quite a margin. Bob Barker did about 6,700 episodes of The Price is Right, but Alex Trebek hosted over 8,000 episodes of television. So hopefully you didn't overbid. Now over to the media biz and the executive suite. Spotify made yet one more podcast acquisition yesterday. No, not this one, but uh, you can have it for a case of beer and a ride to the airport. Uh, No questions asked. Spotify has yet to take me up on that offer, but uh, instead, they bought a company called Megaphone, which is a podcast hosting, monetization, and audience metric tracking platform. So, more of a technology buy here. Megaphone doesn't produce any actual content itself. Spotify paid $235 million for the company, which already works with companies like Vox Media, Slate, and The Wall Street Journal to sell and insert advertising into their podcasts. Spotify has now spent over $800 million on acquisitions in the podcast space over the past two years, according to Music Business Worldwide. And it's increasingly looking like Amazon is going to face charges in Europe way before the U.S. Congress gets their antitrust act together. The EU is now accusing Amazon of using data they get from third-party companies who sell on Amazon's marketplace to then unfairly compete against them with Amazon's own products. What? Amazon? They are also now fully under investigation in the EU as to how they select their default sellers for a given product, according to the Wall Street Journal. But uh, how about that Mrs. Maisel though, right? I mean, her parents loved Europe. And finally, over in the executive suite, we'll start off at NBCU Corporate, where Aaron Underhill has been named the new president of Universal TV, but uh, no need for a new keycard. Huh, remember keycards? Aaron was previously the exec VP of drama series there. 
new talent management firm, The Framework Collective, launched by former WME partner David Stone and former UTA partner Ben Jacobson, has announced their client lineup, which is mostly showrunners, writers, and producers, including Handmaid's Tale and Fargo producer Warren Littlefield, and the creators behind such series as 13 Reasons Why, Blindspot, and, uh, well, the entire list from Deadline is in the episode notes for those inclined. And another top-level departure at Warner Brothers Television as their SVP of Communications and Marketing, Scott Rowe is leaving the company after 27 years. In today's programming notes, Hulu has a new food series from Eater. That one's called Eater's Guide to the World and is narrated by Maya Rudolph. ABC gives us the CMA Awards, hosted by Reba McIntyre and Darius Rucker at 8 p.m., although that'll be without Lee Bryce and one of the Florida Georgia Line guys, who both tested positive for COVID this week, although not sure which state was involved in the Florida Georgia Line case, but uh, let's go with Florida. NBC has the return of their Chicago shows starting at 8 p.m. SWAT returns to CBS for a new season with a two-hour premiere at 9 p.m. And if you want to see what the hell a real housewife of Salt Lake City looks like, Bravo has that for you at 10 p.m. And let's go out today with a new track from Kylie Minogue, who has a brand new album called Disco. This one's called Supernova, and the Spotify link is in the episode notes. And if you would, uh, drop the name of this podcasting conversation in between pretending like you read all this news yourself. I mean, hell, that's what I do. But a little mention of the Wake Up podcast goes a long way to making this thing uh, a thing. So please and thank you. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Baby.